Hey weirdos, as you probably know, not only do I host Weird Darkness and Church of the Undead, there's another podcast that I'm really proud to be a part of. It's called Allegedly, and I'm the host over there as well. And in the latest episode of Allegedly, a woman is desperately passionate about a man that exists somewhere in the world. She knows the sound of his voice, she knows his hands, his heart, but, well, she doesn't really know who he is or where he really lives. Here's a short clip from the latest episode of Allegedly, entitled My Forever Love. Wake up, my angel. I'm staring at your photo on my phone. I fell asleep looking at it. I went to sleep with you, and now I wake up with you. It is my honor to spend forever with you. I can't live without you, my queen. If you're looking for love, the internet is ready to provide it. Digital romances have become a fact of modern life, but like pretty much everything on the internet, the ease of access of the digital space can be positive or negative, or maybe both at the same time. Hi, my name is Susan Patton. The man who wrote that message to me is not my husband. He sent me pictures of himself, passport photo, driver's license, even a photo with him holding a note with the date. All were doctored. The face he used belonged to a minor celebrity from a reality show. I fell in love with him anyway. Then money got involved. Let me back up a second. I can remember it was a specific day when I realized I was emotionally in trouble. It was a Wednesday in July of 2020, seven months into the pandemic. I was sweating in my little art studio, sweat rolling down my face, canvases all around me, some finished, some unfinished. Suddenly I was overcome with darkness. That's the only way I can think to describe it, like, like a dark cloud. I wanted to curl up in the corner. I was numb. I couldn't talk to my husband about this sort of thing. I'm in my 70s. I thought something like this, just, just busting out into tears, should have been something of the past now. I was just honestly really lonely. I was desperately lonely. For me, loneliness has always been a part of my life. As a four-year-old child, I was left alone with my sister, six years old, a lot. My parents divorced and our mother had to go to work six days and two nights a week. The nights were the loneliest. We'd learn to fix our own meals, get ourselves ready for bed. All of those things kids need and want a mommy or a daddy to help you with. We wanted mommy to be there reading us bedtime stories like she did before the divorce. She wanted to too, but it was what it was. And she had to work. I remember the nights, especially when a storm would be raging outside. My sister and I would look out the windows of our apartment and wonder if we were going to die that night. When you're that small, it feels real. It felt like the storm might just take us. My older sister would take my hand and we'd get our pillows and our blankets and we'd crawl under a table and we'd hold on to each other until we fell asleep. That fear went away as I got older, but the loneliness never did. When I step out of my art studio, I see my husband sitting where he always sits. Day after day, he says all he needs are his books, his TV, and his wine. He's right. He has no friends, no desire to go any place. He definitely isn't a people person. 
Every afternoon, the wine comes out. By night, he's drunk. And if I'm not home, he's even more drunk. Hey, look, don't get me wrong here. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a good husband in many ways. Takes care of my needs, shelter, food, health care. And he knows his drinking's a problem, but he doesn't want to, or maybe he can't stop. While he's reading or watching TV and drinking, that dark cloud is getting bigger. I start to think of ways to, to kill myself a lot. I knew I wouldn't do anything because I couldn't leave my dog. We are constant companions. We go walking every morning and in the early evenings. And that's when I see couples walking hand in hand. They say hi. One evening, this couple sees me and tells me they're walking to a local cafe for a glass of wine and to watch the sunset. That just made the loneliness and the darkness worse. There's just no denying it. I long for a male companion that wants to walk with me in the evenings, hold hands with me, someone that reaches over to give me a sweet kiss just to say, I love you. And you know what else? I want sex. I, I, yeah, I want sex. I want to have hot, sweaty sex. My husband hasn't wanted to have sex in years. The pandemic didn't cause all this. It just made it more undeniable. My depression isn't simply a result of the pandemic. These problems have existed in our marriage for years. You might ask, well, why didn't you leave him then? Money, guilt, fear. Take your pick. So Susan did what millions of people do online every day. She went on social media. One afternoon, I was on my social media account, and I see a friend request from a very handsome man with a foreign name. I thought twice about it, and then I said to myself, ah, what the heck? If he becomes a problem, I can just block him. September 11th, 2020. That was the click that changed my life. The next 18 months, my mystery man, who told me his name was Alexander Smith from Florida, lavished me with romance and passion and intrigue and suspense and heartbreak. I thought I was happy in my life, but now that I know you, I understand life can be so much more. You are the person I was supposed to meet. I just pray that I can be enough to earn your love. I would do anything for you. Wake up, my beauty. Wake up, my beauty. You can't keep your talent hidden from the world any longer. I know you're going to have a wonderful day today. I wish you all the best. I love you so much. Babe, I can't sleep at night thinking about you. I really loved my wife, but it was nothing like the love I feel for you. I've never known such love in my life. You are my everything. You are the breath that keeps me alive. I can never live without you, queen, my sweetheart. We chatted nonstop all day. We talked on the phone. He filled my life with hope. Our lives became intermingled. If I was out shopping with my sister or my husband, I would go to the bathroom to sneak a message to him. Beginning of October, he told me he could hardly work because all he could think about was me. And if I'm being honest, I was just as absorbed with him. Then the middle of that October, I was watching TV and I saw his face. I searched online and easily found all the pictures he'd sent me, supposedly of himself. I confronted him. 
He insisted they were pictures of him and that he hadn't created his social media page. A man that worked for him did. I begged him to prove that he was real. So he sent me pictures, like hostages do, holding up a newspaper with that day's date, man holding a note that had the date, and it said he was real and I should trust him. And he still had the face on it of some man who obviously is a celebrity, a reality personality, and definitely not him, not his name, not his background. So I knew, obviously, he's lying to me. But I, I couldn't let him go. I knew if I did, I'd be alone again. And I love mysteries, intrigue, and all of this made me even more curious as to who he really was. Emmy Award-winning actress Anne Dowd, who you might remember from The Handmaid's Tale, stars in this story of a woman who may or may not be the victim of an increasingly popular crime, the romance scam. You can hear the entire episode, My Forever Love, on the latest episode of Allegedly. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at WeirdDarkness.com or at AllegedlyTrueCrime.com.